Greetings and welcome to another episode of Just a Jackass with a Note in His Mouth. I'm your host and that resident jackass, Brad Alexander. This episode, Walk This Way. Yes, one of the most popular and enduring songs by Aerosmith. And I've actually got a confession regarding that song because I really liked the collab they did with Run DMC when they did the remake of Walk This Way. At first, though, I put up a front saying how much I hated it. You can't mix rock and rap, man. I was a hard rock and metalhead, you know? No self-respecting rocker is going to allow rap in on the scene. So I had to oppose it. East is east and west is west and never the twain shall meet. It's actually a pretty cool blend, though, when you listen to it. Beats and bars with rhythms and riffs, man. It all worked. It all came together. Walk This Way. It's interesting. The early followers of Messiah Yeshua, Jesus, were called followers of the way. A well-known passage of scripture is in John 14, where Messiah says, And you know the way I am going. To which Thomas responds, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus replies, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus says that he is the way. So yes, we are followers of the way. I kind of like that title anyway. Not that I get it caught up in titles. First off, I love when Messiah makes these I am statements because it always takes me back to Moses at the burning bush. God is giving Moses direction to deliver his people from Egypt. And Moses asks, whom do I tell your people has sent me? God responds, I am. Tell them I am has sent you. God is the ever present one. I am. So when Jesus makes these I am statements in the Gospels, rest assured, it resonated with the people of Israel. I especially love when Messiah says in John 8, Before Abraham was, I am. Not I was or I used to be. I am. You can be sure That sent a jaw-rattling uppercut to those questioning Jesus' authority. And I love it. Jesus says he is the way. When he called people, what did he say? A very simple and direct, follow me. Followers of the way. Since he is the way, and we, his followers, it's pretty clear we're to follow the way he lived. Makes sense. We are to walk his way. So how did Messiah walk? Well, he walked in love and compassion. We certainly see that. He walked revealing the reign of Elohim, the kingdom of God. Some of his harshest criticisms were saved for those religious leaders, quote-unquote, of the day, typically Pharisees and Sadducees. Now, we have to remember that not all the Pharisees were bad. There's examples of some good ones in there, Nicodemus and others. The thing is, Jesus did tell his followers to listen to and do 
what the Pharisees taught. Just don't do what they do. Do what they say, not what they do. Many of the Pharisees talked the talk, but did not walk the walk. They taught the Torah, the law, the word of God. Jesus said, follow that teaching, but not the example they live. In a sense, don't walk their their way, walk this way. And then he showed them how to live the word of God as an example for all people. He observed the Torah of God, the law, and lived it as well as the rest of the Tanakh, the prophets and the writings. He never removed any of the Torah, nor did he relieve us of obedience. And I know that's not a popular statement, but it's biblical, which has infinitely more significance than popularity. Messiah said he did not come to abolish the Torah, but to fulfill it. And that until heaven and earth pass away, not one jot or tittle shall pass away from the law. The words jot and tittle come from the Hebrew word yod, which is actually the smallest letter in the Hebrew language. And tittle is best defined as a pen stroke, which here is referring to the small curve at the top of the letter yod. Not the smallest thing shall pass from the law until heaven and earth pass away. (laughs) Lots of folks like to say that when Jesus fulfilled the law, it was because we would never be able to do it, so he did it for us, and now we don't have to follow it or, or obey it. Take that line of thinking to the full. That would mean it's okay to lie steal, commit adultery, and murder. Because those restrictions are in the law, which you're saying we don't have to obey. People also take many of the Apostle Paul's words out of context, as well as other apostles, pertaining to the Torah, law. For example, Romans 10 has this statement, Jesus Christ is the end of the law. Now, people grasp that and say, see, the law has ended with Jesus. Pump the brakes, okay? Slow your roll, Mr. I fought the law. Don't be the clash without Joe Strummer. That would be so lame. Okay, think about this statement. The end justifies the means. What does that statement mean? Well, that means the result The goal or the completed objective justifies however you got there, however you achieved them, okay? So in that statement, end equals the goal, result, or objective, right? Think about football, the end zone. doesn't mean the game is over when you get there. It's the objective. It's what you're trying to achieve. It's where you're trying to get. So in that light, Jesus is the objective or goal of the law, not its termination. How Messiah Jesus lived is the objective of Torah. Now, 
living or obeying the law is not what makes us righteous. That's actually the message Paul is communicating in Romans 10 there and in others of his letters. Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus, the Messiah, is the only one that makes us righteous. By grace, through faith in Messiah Jesus, we are saved. It is cause and effect. The cause is God's love for us, reflected in the life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, by which we may be reconciled to a right relationship with God. Further, We may follow the way, walk his way, when we are filled with God's Spirit. Remember the new covenant God made? It's in Jeremiah 31 and in Hebrews 9 and 10. Jesus references it when he says, This this cup is the new covenant in my blood. The new covenant God made was writing his law Torah on our hearts, that he would be our God and we would be his people. So did God write his law on our hearts, those who would surrender to him through Messiah Jesus? Did he write it on our hearts so we would just ignore it and live however we want? God forbid it. May it never be, as the Apostle Paul would say. No, It's written on our hearts that we may obey it and live it. How awesome is the loving God of the universe that he gives us direction as to how his children are supposed to live. He gives us the perfect example in Messiah Jesus. And then he reconciles us to be rightly related to him through the cross of Christ then provides the ability to live that life empowered and enabled by his spirit within us. God is so good. So please, when you read the words of Jesus or the disciples and apostles, if ever you believe they contradict or eliminate God's word, Torah, prophets, and writings, you must conclude your interpretation is incorrect. We can't miss what Paul says in Romans 7, verses 12 and 13. So the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, and righteous, and good. Did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means. Paul says the law is holy. The commandments are holy, righteous, and good. So when we see statements that appear to diminish, belittle, or make the law obsolete, we have to get the full context and understanding. Because he, nor any apostles or Messiah himself, would ever speak in such a way about God's law. They wouldn't do it. They can't do it. There is not an Old Testament God and a New Testament God. He is the Lord and he changes not. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He is I am. He is the word made flesh, the living word of God. He is the way 
we are to follow, the truth we are to behold, and the life we are to live, leading us to life everlasting. Jesus lived it and told us to follow him. Walk this way. He is our example. Let us live a life surrendered to his lordship, submitted to live as he has called us, followers of the way. He has empowered us to do so. In our own strength, we cannot do it. That's the point. In our own strength, we can't do it. And we are not even made righteous by obeying it. God makes us righteous in Christ Jesus and empowers us again, enables us to live that life, to obey him. I want to thank you for giving me your time. I am grateful you listened, and I certainly appreciate it when you subscribe, rate, review, and share. Share this podcast. I'm Brad Alexander, just a jackass with a note in my mouth. I appreciate your time. Let's go out and walk this way. Walk his way. Let's go out and give him heaven.